The Boarding Pass with Liz, Fib, Samantha and Yob. Powered by 933KFM. Facing down. Hi, Lizzie. Hi, Kankazi. You're glowing. Are you pregnant? Thank you. I hope so. Well, I can tell us. Even now, it's my guest before I announce her. Hi, Sammy. Hi. How Why are is everybody you? glowing? I don't know. Are you it's pregnant? Yeah. No offense, but God forbid. What? Listen, I'm not ready to be pregnant now. I don't think you have to be part of this podcast then. <laughs> ah. You can go. <laughs> no, I can go. I'm <laughs> can go. Guys, I am not ready for pregnancy. Okay, guys, the whole yeah. reason why I'm asking if everybody's glowing and mm. pregnant, which you you are glowing, but you said you're not pregnant. Mm. Today, we're going to be talking about a topic we have no business talking about, three of us. Mm. It's talk. about parenting, mm. Can't talk. Mm. caring babies. Can't talk. What to expect? <laughs> when you expect it, yeah. If you can't do teach, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we need an expert, and in the room with us is the ever glowing, the beautiful, the humility. is in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. First of all, she walked in, and the whole entire building like light it's changed. And it's yeah. right. changed. <laughs> She's yeah. that beautiful. Yeah. Hi, Paula. Hi, Phoebe. It's so yeah. good to see you. Good to be here. I miss you. I <laughs> <laughs> so good to see her face. Paula, it's so nice yeah. to meet you. Nice to meet you. Welcome she to Boarding Pass, the best podcast on You have Earth. such like a calm disposition. Spirit, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like you. she calms you. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's motherhood. Maybe it's motherhood. Maybe it's motherhood. <laughs> so, yeah. Paula. What uh, you don't know is that I'm just exhausted, and yeah. and it comes exhaustion. off as calm, but yeah. it's really exhaustion. If exhaustion looks <laughs> like that, I, I want to be exhausted, yeah, right? It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Paula, tell us about yourself. Wow, yeah, like, such a loaded question, you right? Know, yeah. Tell us everything. <laughs> everything. Um, okay, my name is Paula Kagunira, like Phoebe mm-hmm. has said. Um, I'm a mom of three, almost four. Woo-woo. When are you pregnant? Oh. I'm due in August. Nice. That's a oh, good month. I hope it's yes. August sixth. Sixth. I yeah. hope so too. <laughs> so I can have a birthday okay. made. Yeah. So I'm due in August. Um, and what? Tell us what you're doing here. So you just moved back from San Francisco. To yes. Mm. It's been exactly a year actually yeah. that we Ooh. moved back. Happy anniversary. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Happy anniversary, <laughs> right? Of moving back. Thank you. Yeah, it's been a year that we moved back with my kids and everything. So this mm. is their first experience living here. Mm. They okay. were born and raised there. In um, San Fran the whole time? San- yes, in the Bay Area. Bay okay. Area, yeah. Oh. Yes. Yeah. And how is that going? Huh. Mm. <laughs> wait, wait. Tell us how old how old so, are the babies? My oldest is seven. Mm-hmm. The boy is five. Huh? Okay. I, yeah, five. five. And then the last one is three. She's so turning four in Every August. two years. Can I count? So right? the first two are 16 seven. months apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so serious. I got pregnant when my baby was eight months old. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I know. Oh, I wow. know. What? I don't know what I was thinking, but I did it. <laughs> yeah. And then the second two, I think, are like two years apart. And then it's been three years. So yeah. oh, it's going to be four years between these last. So I feel like I've given myself time. Time, yeah. Aww, yeah. that's very nice. Boarding pass. You are now on board. And it's takeoff time. So yes. guys, the whole reason why we invited Paula and why we feel like she would be the best person to give us all the advice that we need. Obviously, Liz's babies are still inside her. Yes. They're still cooking. They're still cooking. Mine Thank are still inside. 
are they? I think they came out, but <laughs> no, I've seen yeah, them. Sammy, clearly, cooking, she's cooking. pushing hers yeah. outside <laughs> deeper and deeper. Yeah. I want them to come out Just ever. Hiding them. <laughs> Not but uh, the reason why we had Paula come over on the show is because she actually has a very interesting blog, right? It's a website. A website. Mm. So tell us more about it. So it's called UG Parenting. So when I moved here a year ago, Mm. parenting is my soapbox. You know, everyone has their personal soapbox. I'm like super passionate about it and you know, I I get on people's nerves. I'm like, you'd be the best. Yeah, like I get on people's nerves. But when I got here, in America, it was easy to find communities, mommy groups Mm. and whatnot to plug into Mm. that were like just, you know, up my alley. And then I got here and Everyone is kind of parenting is not discussed, or if it is, it's like within your like tight mm, circle. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. not a thing that we share with others. Mm. Um, but I felt like we struggle so much. There's so much we don't know. Mm. No one knows what they're doing. To be honest, no yeah. one knows. But then um, we don't have a safe space to discuss it. Yeah. Mm. So that's what I wanted to create is like a platform for us to discuss parenting and all the issues we face and blah blah blah. So I created UG Parenting. It started off as a blog. Yeah. And then a friend of mine advised me, yeah, Ugandans don't really read. So <laughs> it's really true. You know, yeah. So she was like, you might want to do videos. So I started doing YouTube videos. So I have oh, a nice. YouTube channel. What's your YouTube channel? Again, it's, UG yeah, Parenting? At UG Parenting, yeah. Okay. UG, and UG, that, UG I think that's your Instagram handle. Yeah. yeah. So then I'm, I went on Instagram and all these other avenues. Social platforms. Social yes. platforms. Yeah. Congratulations on that. That's exciting. So you moved a year ago. How far in did you, like, at what point within this past year did you decide to do? As soon as I got here. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, I know. I told you I'm super passionate about, about parenting. And I felt like I had such a great community of moms, of parents back in America. Yeah. And then when I was here, I kind of felt like I didn't have that. And then it was just me and my like husband. A support group? Yeah. yeah, like a support mm. group. And it's you interesting. Know? I thought that the reverse would be true. Mm. Like yeah. I would yeah. think there'd it's be true. more community um, here. support I know. here than... But it's in, that's interesting too. When it comes to parenting, I don't know. We're somehow very like guarded yeah. or very... I don't yeah. know. I think it's because people know. don't want to be judged. Like, I feel like yeah. Yeah. A, so and I think there's also a lot of... There's a culture of competition. That we, we, too. We, we or like on, maybe on not competition, but like comparing yourselves to one yes. another. But, yeah, but that you is competition. Mm-hmm. Like That's true, instead yeah. of being naked and being like Paula, like I don't yeah. know what to do with my three-year-old. Mm. You're worried that someone's gonna be like, but who asked you to give birth to the child I'm like that's not what yeah. we're discussing that's yeah. true so you're all yeah. pretending like you have it together that's true I think, I, think, nothing. I think parenthood is like sex oh, there's okay. a kind of shame what? yes oh, you understand okay. yeah. 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 people are ashamed to say yeah. certain things yeah. it's just shame like, it's so interesting that you say that because another thing that I'm passionate about talking to uh, especially unmarried people is sex like <laughs> I gave my well, sister the sex talk that. because Phoebe, nobody yeah. talks about it. And yeah. then you get married and then everyone just expects you to just figure, figure it, it out. out. Yep. And yet sex is such a big part of marriage. It's like 85% of yes, marriage. So if, if it sucks, nothing Isn't else is going crazy, to work Paula, out. Like, you know? We used to talk about that. Like, So yes. Paul and I were roommates mm. at yes. some point, right? And obviously I'm always talking about sex. <laughs> Not back on the <laughs> I mean, obviously. Like picking books, yeah. reading. And I used to wonder, like, why is that before bride price, before all of this rubbish, mm-hmm. why is there nobody who tells you, you listen? Yeah. We were talking about sex. Isn't that why they have singers? Good. No, this but is it, the thing. Yeah. Exactly. That's what people would ask me. Like, oh, but they're singers. For this. They, uh, singers will give you advice on like how to keep your man happy or how to keep your marriage or whatever. But they don't, they don't give you, I don't know, like. They also don't dive they don't into deal, like first no. know with who you are. 
or like practical tips that apply to you in your modern yeah like it's, it's you know Wait, can, like can you i'm going to put you on the spot can you give an example so like the singers that singer talks that i've been to hmm. a lot of them they'll be telling you like okay men are going to cheat on you it's a fact of life here in uganda so just deal with it but this is how you deal with it you have to make sure you're like super good in bed whenever the guy comes home you give him sex blah, blah. like that's the advice they give you hmm. yeah. and so you're thinking I'm getting ready to get married. How do you expect me to wrap my mind around the fact that this guy that I'm planning on being faithful to yeah. is not going to be faithful to me? Yeah. Like, let's yeah. so deal basically with that. They send the yeah. wrong message. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and yeah. so they start telling you like hygiene too. Yeah. They concentrate a lot on hygiene. How to keep yourself yeah. clean, blah, 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 which I get, but no one is giving me practical tips of how to connect with this person mm. and so that we build a bond yeah. that none of us want to step outside of. And I yeah. think you know? I think connect is a fundamental word there because mm. I feel like with the Sanger information that mm. they bombard people with, mm. they come under this whole idea of it's one size fits all. Yes, mm. you exactly. Know, I, someone Thank comes you. and says, like, I attended one. A friend of mine was getting married mm. and the entire hour this woman was like teaching you how to scream Thank and how you. to moan. I don't know what. The words you should be saying. The I'm words like, sh- I should I or repeat some of them? Or nothing, no. yeah. Should I repeat some? Are they ready? Oh, Lord. Yes. I was like, yeah. <laughs> 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 and I was like, so I was thinking um, to myself, I'm like, actually, what if I marry mm. a man who is into silence. Thank you. You just messed up my marriage right exactly. now. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, yeah. I think that for most African spaces, mm. yeah. this is why I feel like this podcast is amazing. For instance, the singers teach you about intercourse. Mm. They don't teach you about sexuality. Mm. Yes. yes. That's true. You mm. see. True. They don't teach you how to be a sexual being. What is it? And that's not an African mm. thing either. Yeah. You see, so I find that for many of the spaces, you, I, I know there's motherhood spaces for sure, mm. yeah? But they may not talk about how to mother. Yeah. You know? Yeah. How to raise someone. Maybe they talk about how to change diapers, exactly. how to work, how to, to keep it, if you throw it, it mm, or if a child yes. does this thing, you know. And that's the majority idea. of the advice yeah, that you yeah. get. But then getting to the nitty gritty of parenting and like... Understanding your child. Yeah, and also mm. just the stuff that you go through as a parent. Yeah. Like one thing True. that I talked about, I went to, um, I was invited to talk at a women's something or other. Mm. But anyways, so they had questions from the audience and someone asked me about mental health. Yeah, and I said things like postpartum depression, yeah, which is oh very, which is very yeah. real, yeah. you guys. Like yeah. it's real, yeah. Yeah. but it's brand People new. Have died like from nobody it. talks. It's new. It's new here in it's Uganda. Uganda. Like, oh, okay. It's yes. been ignored yeah. for okay. the longest time, or like. Um, dismissed yeah, mm. yeah. if someone is showing signs or symptoms of postpartum depression that like something's wrong with that one mm. or you're ostracized you're you're, oh weak. exactly yeah. or or you're weak yeah. you can't handle being am- things like that but that's you the same know thing with suicide like all so, the people yeah. that have all those mental issues so then i had to address it and be like you guys postpartum depression is real depression yeah. is real it's yeah. a real yeah. issue and you need to get help yeah. and after yeah. that like i mean i got an it overwhelming was, response yeah. from his and i was like this is something that touches them, but they probably have no resources. No, they had no, no. Also, they had no way of articulating. Yes. Like they didn't know what it was. Yeah. 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 
Anyway, the hard questions now. Uh oh. Yeah. Mm. No, not that kind. We finished the sex <laughs> one. <laughs> I was getting this ready. Is good. <laughs> so, Paula, um, mm-hmm. tell our audience and like some of us who are planning to be moms. You can exclude Sammy. Go ahead, go ahead. She okay. will be at some point. So she might not be ready. Another century, thank clearly. You. Thank you. Like two it's years. Okay. Like two years. Yeah. Oh, okay. I say that now. Take your time. Thank so you. how have you managed to navigate the challenges of, of raising kids that call to homes, ho- call to places home? Mm. Wow. Um, what's interesting is that when you're making decisions as a parent, as yeah. parents, yeah. You try as hard as you can to get into their little minds to see yeah. what they're going to deal with so you can plan for everything. But then mm. you, you can't. Mm-hmm. Like things yeah. crop up and then you have to sort of figure it out as you go. Yeah. You know, so like the one piece of advice that I would give parents doing that is just be flexible. Yeah. Because so many things get thrown at you that you didn't expect, that you didn't plan for. And I'm the type of person who wants to talk to my husband about everything. So he tells me what to do. Um, so, like, I'd be prepared. Yeah. And, like, he's smarter than me. Oh, crap, he's going to hear this. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I value his opinion. So I'm like, okay, if he says we should do this, that's what we're going to do. So if this happens, blah, blah, blah. And then you get into life. Life is yeah. messy. And life then, like, is messy. Yeah, then yeah. like none of the stuff that you planned yeah. pans out yeah. and then other problems come up and you're like, we weren't prepared for this. Yeah. yeah. So like an example, when we moved back, we told my kids we're moving back because we want to be close to family. We want them to get to know their grandparents, their cousins, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Right. So it was all about family. Right. So we moved back and it's like been a couple months. We've moved into our new place and the kids were outside with a gardener. And so yeah. he asked him like, why did you guys move back from America? And my oldest daughter, she's six yeah. at the time. She was like, we moved back because all the white people were killing black people. Oh <gasps> my goodness. Oh my so I'm God. in my room and yeah. they're outside the window and I hear this coming from my six-year-old's mouth and my heart just froze. Yeah. And I was like, where would she get yeah. this from? And what is happening and what have I miscommunicated (laughs) and I'm freaking out. Yes. So I'm like, I don't even want to touch this. And I'm like, what's happening? My sister's like, you'll never believe what she just said, you know? And they're like, you need to address it now. Address it now. I'm like, I don't know how to address it. That's so interesting. So I call her in and I'm like, "Um, we moved back in March of last year. Yeah. Was it March? Right before lockdown. Right before before, like the week before lockdown. We moved back. So when we got here, immediately Black Lives Matter blew up, mm. all the riots, everything, right? Remember that time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we were living with my in-laws, yeah. with their grandparents at the time, because we hadn't like found a place and all that. Um, and their grandfather, my father-in-law, loves watching news. Mm. So they spent a lot of time with grandpa watching yeah. the news. Yeah, mm-hmm. And him being like a free-spirited yeah. African right, man, right. Mm. he would just talk freely in front yeah. of them. You see, if you were there now, they would be <laughs> <laughs> You know, she's six. things like thank you. Yeah. So, she's six. but oh my God. but this sensitivity is not Yeah, it's not sensitivity. Is really so then not. I call her and I'm like, "Where did you get this idea? And why are you saying this?" And she's like, grandpa? "Oh, we watched it on the news with Grandpa, and he told us, you know, they were killing all the black people, and that's why I moved back." I'm like. I call my husband, I'm like, tell grandpa to stop talking to the kids, you know, but of course you can't. But so something like that we hadn't planned for, but then we had to roll with the punches, adjust, you know. Do you find that communicating, because at least, well, I'm not a parent, but at least from what I've picked from parenting styles in America and here, yeah, there's an actual dialogue that happens between a parent and a child Mm. where you 
respect a child's mind. Mm-hmm. Yes, they may be kids, but you respect their mind and their opinion. And their feelings. Yes. And their feelings. Yeah. So there's that... Um, I understand how you feel. Why do you feel like this? How do we remedy that? Yes. Right? Outside, right? Now. Outside of Have Uganda. Have you moved back to, yeah. <laughs> to Uganda where yeah. if you spill milk, let me tell you issues of my childhood, you get a whooping, you pick mm. five sticks. Yeah. And they pick one from the five. Yeah, from the five. <laughs> but you have to pick it yourself. Right? Where, where did you grow up? See how traumatized she looks. See how traumatized she looks. Listen, I grew up here. With you know yeah, the, the, the bottom my... of a slipper. Yes, <laughs> that one. Um, yeah, that one. Slipper. Yes. So, how are you navigating that parenting? St- the parenting styles between where you know you speak to a kid because you respect their mind, and here, no, when you're a child, you're a child. How long yeah. were you in the states? That's, can I can I ask that? Like my whole life combined total, how long was I there? Yeah. Um, 17 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. That's a while. Yeah. That's a, long time. That's a while. I know. It's a long time. So. And you can tell I us think the perks. You can tell us the blessings in it, the challenges you're having. I think. Um, things you haven't figured out. My yet. personality, especially because I'm so passionate about parenting, is I'm very set in the way that I've decided to raise my kids mm. that. Um, I find myself fighting a lot of battles, you know, but I'm like, I'm willing to take it on because this means a lot to me. So, but like what you were saying, um, a friend of mine was at my house recently and my daughter did something. So I called, I'm like, you need to make the right decisions or you're going to get in trouble. Consequences, blah, blah. I talked to her and I said, okay, go make good choices. So she walked away. So my friend is like, eh, great. You're like a muzungu who talks to their kids. Mm. I'm like, what do you mean? like, us African parents would be like, Great Jaguado, pull that kid and you know, yeah. spank them yeah. and blah blah blah. Yeah. And I'm Can't like, make good decisions. Yeah. yeah. Let me but tell I'm you like, what a good decision is. Yeah. I was like, but this wasn't a spankerable offense, yeah. if yeah. that's even a word. Yeah. Like this was that's a true. small infraction yeah. that is a teaching moment. Mm-hmm. You can talk to them and so that later in life when things like this come up, they'll be able to reason and think and make better choices. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of just always living in fear, like I'm going to get spanked and I don't even know what I did and you know But it's it's so interesting that you 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 use the words teaching moment yeah because mm-hmm. i feel like our parenting style like where we come from that's the part we miss we yes. focus more on punishment yeah. not on the growth and learning from the incident right yes. because i can give you an example for everything else i've been ever spanked for in mm. life i remember none of it but the time that my mom like <laughs> sat me down i swear it's so funny no, I, I, like you so can't remember the offense i can't know because i was yeah. busy being terrified mm. from being spanked that my mind oh. i could not think but i remember there were moments that my mom would sit me down or like my grandma mm. and they would have a conversation with you but you would see the disappointment on their face yeah to me that was that always moment, worse all those moments mm-hmm. i remember you, you yeah. see what i mean like the teaching moments for me are better than anyway yeah uh, I digress. Can I ask what do I you, Paula? Mm-hmm. And this is uh, your answer might be subjective, but I'm interested. Do you think that you should we sh- as parents, including you, <laughs> yes. in the future, mm. you know, do you think that future we parents. need to? <laughs> 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 I'm future speaking. parents. Do you think yeah. that sometimes, sometimes you just have to whoop? Yes, there's definitely instances like I'm. I won't say that I'm. I, I don't spank my kids at mm. all. Um, I believe there's a place for spanking, but um, it's not a go-to. Yes, it's it's not a go-to, and because spanking is such a, like a, an an extreme reaction, whatever the infraction is has to match the punishment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can't spank a child for not picking up their clothes and then spank them for like 
using a bad word to their teacher. Yeah. Mm. Like one is mm. clearly way worse than the yeah. other. Like yeah. this is disrespectful and Super like, yeah. you know, you, so you have to, that, you know how in America they say the punishment has to fit the yeah, crime. Has the crime has crime, to fit the yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think yeah. that's, you know. It also removes the, the grading. Like someone can say, oh, I really did something horrible today. I got a spanking. Yeah. But if you're being spanked every time you blink, like it, how do you even? Then they, exactly, you become yeah. numb to it. Yeah. I, I'm asking this because you have been exposed to parenting from a foreign space yes. and these foreign ideas and how people raise their kids outside this context which I'm familiar with mm. tell me something why is it then that spanking is more an African thing I don't know it's a black people it's a black people thing it's a black people thing but the black people it can be argued that it's African you know I really feel like it's African why is it then that foreign and I don't want to use color, right? Mm. I'm seeing away from color. Mm. Why is it that foreign cultures that are not black don't spank their kids and yet may, oftentimes their kids turn out as good as or better? Mm. Mm. So now your use of the word better, better yeah. mm. has okay. like... Yeah. yeah, okay, so... Better than some that have been spanked. I don't, think we, I don't think we put better, but I definitely okay. see what you're as saying. Good different. As good as those that were spanked yes. or even better than those that were like spanked. Like okay. behaviorally? As yes. Here's, how they turn out yeah. as human beings. Here's oh. why. Because when you have... Um, spanking in your like toolbox and that's your go-to tool you won't be pushed to explore other things you know in parenting other methods other yeah. styles or whatever it's yeah. always like whatever i'll just spank this kid mm. and so it's to in my opinion it's a lazy way of parenting I if i know so i can spank for everything it's a lazy way of parenting but when you remove spanking like mm. in the american context where a kid can call the police and you get arrested because sure. of child abuse blah 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 that spanking was taken away from parents parents had to become creative yeah. so what are mm. other ways that i can reach this child i can talk to them okay if they're not listening i can maybe um give consequences for their actions i can take away the things they like most i can you know they were forced to think outside the yeah. box really mm, get yeah. in that child's mind and my philosophy in parenting is every parent should be a student of their child Absolutely. like the best way mm. to nurture a relationship with your child is to you have to study your child because yeah. every child is different there's yeah. no one size fits all parenting technique so that's why these kids like you're saying, turn out different or in what you consider better than like African kids who have just been yeah. spanked is because their parents have been forced to use all these different yeah, tools yeah, and yeah. tricks and techniques. Yeah. Whereas an African parent with one thing in their toolbox is just, and, and I think that might yeah. have been the motivation for it too, as opposed to like maybe the parents that were beating their kids to like, death if you remove <laughs> if you remove death, that yeah. yeah i mean yeah. some of them the reason why that was implemented was to to tell parents there's a better way to, yes. to do things yeah. like you can't be that you have to turn your kids into cows for every mistake yeah. yes. you know yeah. but you know this so. reminds me of it reminds me of the conversation we had um, on one of the episodes about critical, th like here, mm. critical thinking is something that lacks. Yeah, yes. because it's if the education system, the education system, system yeah. right? It's very similar, right? And, mm. and it's very black and white here. Yeah, 
when you don't spank your kid and you're forced to communicate with them, they understand the why yeah. behind, yeah. you know, whatever the consequence is. Yeah. So why they, so what even doing is wrong. It, when I do spank my kids, still there's a lot of talking involved. Yep. Do you know why After, you're getting okay. that spanking? Explain to me why you're getting that spanking. Explain to me, like before I even spank them, there's a lot of talking so that kids understand exactly what they did, yeah. why they're getting yeah. it, yeah. and why this deserves a spanking and this is something they did earlier, got them a timeout. Yeah. You know, mm. so still even i don't feel like we should just use spanking as just like a blanket disciplinary tool and leave it at that we still have to follow it up with all these other techniques you know if we choose to use it yeah if you choose to it's not necessary i know so many parents who don't spank their kids and their kids are wonderful yeah 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 Yeah. um i think by my insistence on keeping spank i don't spank my kids often even though i threaten them every day (laughs) with spankings like every day i'm like i'm going to spank you for this and i think at some point they're like but you never do yeah but i just keep it there in my back pocket in case Something really bad. Yeah. I think I would I have turned out better if I was not spanked. I think that um, I African culture has been using spanking for a long time because we don't, many African families have so many kids. You if don't you're have going time. to be a student of all the kids. Okay. <laughs> yes. All 12. But here so sometimes there are 10 kids just beat. Because <laughs> that's that's <laughs> true. Like the more kids that you have, the, the, the less time. The less time, the less patience, the more trying. And sure. everything yeah. is just like yeah. magnified. Mm. But to be honest, there are families like um, when I became a mom, with Zuri, my first one, mm. I was reading all these mommy blogs and like super into, you know, all these granola stay at home moms. Yes. You know, oh that, you know those moms? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. So I was following them on yeah. social media and a lot of them had like six kids and they're homeschooling their kids and they're making everything from scratch and I'm like, where do these women Why find their time? time? But yeah. what I learned is that when something is important to you, sure. you, you, will find the the time. Time. Mm-hmm. you will find that time. You will find that time. Like, yeah. I'm sure yeah. there are things you can put aside and be like, this time I'm dedicating to my kids. Nothing else. And, and I feel you know? like even the parents that would have 10 kids, if they had two, and spanking again is what was in their toolbox, that's the first thing they would go to. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I think the number is... The so number the of kids. Goat. Yeah. yeah. Like, and then you realize, even though you have 10 kids, not all of them are the same. Yeah. Mm. Like, and five you're not of need them. And all of them the exactly. same day. Exactly. Yeah. Five the of way, them yeah. you find are like super chill and give you no trouble. But then there's like one or two who are the ones that you really need to yeah. hone in on and yeah. be like, yeah. how can I, you know, mm. work yeah, with this Even dogs kid? are like that. Yeah. <laughs> are you comparing children <laughs> to dogs? That is. These, these dog <laughs> moms, that they have to. <laughs> And plant moms. Hey, and plant moms. moms. Me too. Me too. Yeah. So Paula, since you moved back, what Ugandan or African parenting styles have you seen that you'd say, uh-uh, over my dead body? Or and say, which ones oh, have you, know, you do you I like? Know, oh, put in yeah, the I, I didn't mm. know about this, but I think I could work with this. Mm. Or what issues have you had with like teacher visits, parent-teacher conversations. Because I think that's what I would have trouble yeah. with. So I'd be so fighting every African teacher. Like, you cannot touch and my child. System that's well. true. But schools have changed a lot, yeah. thankfully. And we have a lot of, like, young people who have opened up schools and they're very forward-thinking. And so mm. um, you find it's easy to find teachers and head teachers who don't think, like, yeah. you know, that old school, whatever. <gasps> but I wouldn't say the parent it's a parenting style, but the thing that I found initially frustrating or kind of irked me when I moved back was the the negativity um, mm. in the way people talk. And they don't do yeah. it intentionally. Yeah. It's just yeah. part of our in culture. Mm. So, like, Even I'm very, like, oh, 
all about words mm. and oh, like okay. the words that I the speak around my kids mm-hmm. and, and what I want them to hear, what I want mm. them to know. And I'm very on them too about how they use their words. You know, when they use a word that is very strong to me, I'll sit them down and be like, what does that word mean? Why did you choose to use it? Because I want them to think about, yeah. you know. Mm. To critically think. Yes. Yeah. So I was always like that. Then I moved back and I, it kind of made sense in America because everyone is already on edge about yeah, their yeah, words, yeah, you know. Yeah. And then here, everyone mm. just talks so freely, especially mm. the older generations. Like, they don't give a crap. Yeah. And so the, my their grandparents would say stuff and I'm like... Cringe moment. Yes. I'm like, don't say that around them. You know, but <laughs> I, I, you know. So let me give an example. Um, I was about to ask. Yeah, so... <laughs> My mother-in-law, sweetest woman ever, mm-hmm. but she's like, um, I don't know how to say it in, in English. No titties, like she fears the Lord. Yeah. Or, or I don't know mm-hmm. what to say. Like, like, like a, like a no, not a coward. But, no, but not a coward, but she's just like, everything freaks her out. Or she's like, you know, mm-hmm. I think I did. I think so, you know. So like mm-hmm. her exclamations would be like, eh, yeah, Zakfa. And I'm like, you God, you can't say that, you know. Or like you know, someone who like fall down. Like, yeah, come on. Well, yeah, I know. Man, I'm, oh. I'm like, I'm like, don't like. Let's, yeah. let's understand the you know? Or they're reading body language. They're and starting just... to. So for part of um, our audience that don't know what that means, oh, oh, the yeah, is like, like, oh my god, I think she's gonna die. Or she yeah. fell down, mm. she's gonna die. Yeah. yeah. So like using death. Everything death is very to me is extreme. We're not going to. I'm not going to throw that word around. But then I come here and it's like so. Yeah, freely thrown No more. There, yeah. I'm like, don't, you know, or <laughs> like my father-in-law yeah. who has colorful language. <laughs> colorful. I'm just, I love it. I like love hesitating it. to even talk because I'm like, at some point they'll probably listen to this and be yeah. like, this, 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 this. <laughs> <laughs> but like he very casually calls people idiots. Yeah. And those are not words I want my kids to use. Yeah. Or everything is nonsense. Mm-hmm. And that's nonsense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he uses, and they spend a lot of time with their grandparents. So one time my son is outside with a nanny and I hear him telling, ah, stop talking nonsense. Oh, telling the that's nanny. so interesting. <laughs> and I just was like, it's funny how he knew yeah. the right, the context, like the sentence. He didn't get it wrong. He probably just heard that exact you know? statement and he used it exactly how yeah. he heard it. But I was just, livid like I was seeing red I'm like you don't talk to an adult like that you don't talk to anyone like that but especially mm. an adult so I called my son I'm like how dare you why would you you know and he was like but grandpa says it all the time <laughs> and, you know so that's stuff that I'm having to deal yeah, with like yeah, explain like yeah. you know grandpa can say this but you, but can't. you can't and then they're yeah. like why I'm like mm. he's an adult and I can't control him but you I can't <laughs> are you, are you, you seeing because I, I think for most people that might be the frustration to feel like your voice However, like when you're with your kids, mm. your voice is like in an enclosed room. They hear you, they understand you. But when they get out, they're pulling. Oh, yeah. Control. A, a thousand yes. voices, mm-hmm. right? Are, are yes. you seeing that your intimate moments that you have with your kids are making an impact? If they come back from school and say rubbish, and then you no, have to go along um, again. I, I do have to do a lot more work of like, listen, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm the boss. Like I always yeah. tell my kids that. Like at the end of the day, I'm the boss. Like I know... You know, grandma, grandpa, teachers, whatever, have said this. But at the end of the day, like, listen to me. Yeah. Um, when we're driving here, I asked my husband, I'm like, what's the one 
issue that you've had with like raising kids here, the one thing that you'd like me to talk about, he was like, oh, all the different people raising your kids, all the mm, different voices. The village. Yeah, that yeah. village. That community. It's, that it's village. such a huge help. Mm. And that's why we came back. We came back for that help because mm. you need that help. But then remember, all these people that you're letting into your life Our are also speaking into, yeah. your into your kids. So they're too. teaching them things. They're yeah. telling them things that might not necessarily be your mm-hmm. values or your you know so then you have to go and correct that mm-hmm. and then in your kids minds you're like they're like but if so and so can do it yeah. why can't we yeah. is so and so doing something bad yeah. and you don't want to tell them like oh this adult yeah. is wrong or this adult is doing something bad yes. it's yeah. just different you know and I just I don't know. Do, do you worry because for me I think if I had a child not more so the words because mm-hmm. I feel like the words can be unlearned it's the shaping of the mind Ooh. to become permanent choices, yeah? Yeah. You know, like, the discussions we've had, like, mm. in previous podcasts, whether it's how we see men or the partners you choose or all of these things mm. have been socially conditioned into mm. you. So now you're raising kids where you're seeing things you do not agree with at all. Yeah. And now you're like, wait, I'm going to wake up and one day my child is going to be like... I will marry a man if he's rich. Me, that's what I want. Because yeah. like, that's what my teacher said. Mm. Like, I like how my three-year-old told me she's a slay queen. <gasps> oh, mm. my. Oh, my I was God. like, where did you hear that? And what does that mean? And can we discuss this? And she just said, like, she's such a girly girl. So yeah. she was like, do you have modeling? And she's like, mommy, I'm a slay I'm queen. A slay. Oh, you witty. Such a big influence of that here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Let me ask you, um, oh my Paula. Um, it, it, I wish we had all day. Do you <laughs> would hug her and then cry after? Thank Is your you. opinion that parenting a privilege or a responsibility? It's both. Yeah, it's definitely so. both. Yeah. It's such a heavy responsibility. But you know, like how Spider-Man's uncle told him, "With great power comes great yeah, responsibility." Yeah. 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 So like, yeah. it's a privilege because yeah. kids are a blessing from God. Yeah. I mean, there are so many people who want kids and can't have yeah. kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to think, like the other day, I was like. Wow, like God, you actually saw it fit to, to give me this give blessing. Me this, like yeah. you looked yeah. at me four and times. Yeah, yeah. You, like you looked at me and you were like, okay, this one can handle my blessings. You know, yeah. it's such a privilege. Yeah. Yeah. But then with that privilege comes a huge, huge yeah. responsibility. Because yeah. if they turn out to be horrible citizens of the world, that's on you. Mm. Yeah. You know, if they turn out to be jerks, that's on you. So, so Paula, you know? I have. Uh, I, I'm sorry, I have too many hard questions because this is the journey I want to end up on. I want to have mm. babies. Like, and we've always known yes. that. I've always wanted kids, husbands, yeah, no kids. Yeah. <laughs> kids, yes. <laughs> but it's a means to an end. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I've always wondered, like, since this um, episode is about. Uh, parenting between two homes or for people out there who are terrified mm. you just moved from DC LA um, Kabale <laughs> uh, <laughs> outside villages outside villages and now you're thinking well you're trying to navigate all this madness mm-hmm. The culture, the traffic, and the Buddha Buddhas that fall from the ceiling. Mm. You're like, this is the time I should have a child. Yeah. Now, how would you advise me specifically and everyone out there <laughs> who's like me? Mm. How to handle one, the pressure and the fear of the always unrelenting question am i the one am i ready can i do this is this made for me yeah did you go through that yeah that never yeah. goes away four kids later and i'm still like god am i are, are you serious yeah. like I'm, you do you can't it's not something that you ever like are comfortable in like yeah i got this you know i'm good when do you, but when does that happen but, when they go to college 
No. <laughs> I asked a friend of mine that when I had Zuri, my yeah. oldest, and um, she had like 18-year-old kids. They were already, you know. She's like, yeah, I don't think that feeling ever goes away. Like, my kids are 18, but I still have those same Fear. fears mm. and like anxieties and whatever. But you just deal with them as they come, yeah. you know. You kind of reassure yourself like, you know what, I've made it this far. Yeah. So, you, you know. Yeah. Oh, I want to hug you. I feel like I, have a, I, know, I know you need to like land this plane too. But I have one more question or mm-hmm. another question. Um, do your kids, do you think your kids feel the difference of growing up here versus growing up there? Yes. Like have they, what have they said sure. to you that's like. My oldest, they feel especially. It. The younger one, like my husband's like, that one has no idea what's happening. Mm-hmm. So she's just whatever. But the older one for sure. The na- nine, you said? She's seven. 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 Um. But she's very perceptive for a seven-year-old. So um, when she was four, this was in America, we're in the car, we're driving to, I was driving her to school, I think, I don't know. So I'm in the Starbucks drive-thru because I was like, I need my coffee. Shout out Starbucks. You know? (laughs) I miss it. So I mean, they drive, me too. I mean, their coffee is not like the best coffee in the world, but somehow just just Starbucks. Starbucks. Yeah. Anyway. Love yeah, Lizzie. Seriously, something. <laughs> I think it's the fancy it's just the name. You know? Yeah. yeah. So I'm in the drive-thru and then she's in the back and then she's like, she had an owie. So she's like, mommy, when your owie heals, um, does your skin grow back? I'm like, yeah, of course it will, you know? And then she's like, when it grows back, what color will it be? And I said, the same color as your skin. Yeah. And she's like, but what if you want it to be a different color? Can you tell God to give you a different color skin? And so I'm like, why, why would you want a different color skin? Mm-hmm. And then I look in the rear view mirror and I see her and she's crying at this point. Remember, she's four. So I'm like, what's happening? And then she's like, um, it dawned on me at that point. She was the only black kid in her school. um, And she's dark skinned, darker skinned, you know. So not only is she black, but she's like dark black, you know. So she sticks out like a, and she's super tall. So she sticks out like a sore thumb, you know. And then the area we're living in was predominantly white. So everywhere Mm -hmm. she goes, she's like seeing white people. The black people that she's seeing are like me and my husband and then her baby sister who's Mm -hmm. like super light. So she's like, why can't I at least be light like you and Mm -hmm. Zella? Like you guys are light, you know? And I'm like, you know, so I'm asking like, where's all this coming from? Her consciousness of color at this age, where is that coming from? Why is it an issue? So, and then from then, I, I mean, I talked about you're beautiful, God made you where you are, blah, 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 all the, you know, the all things. things you should yeah, all the things say I should parent. say. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm freaking out on the inside, but we get to school and I, I feel like, okay, we've navigated that successfully. But then I see now her hair, yeah. you know, she's like wanting it straightened all the time, wanting it, you know, she's mm. like, she doesn't want to wear it curly anymore. Mm. And I'm like, why? She's like, I just want it straight. I want it to be able to flip it like my friends. I want it to be able to be in my face. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. so I have to deal with that. And I, you know, so I keep telling my husband all this stuff that's like, she's only four. Yeah. So I'm like, if it has started now, yeah. how will, you know, by the yeah. time she's 16. So anyways, we move back and obviously she's surrounded by black people. Mm-hmm. I mean, her all cousins kinds are, of hair. Exactly. All <laughs> yeah. kinds of hair, all kinds of shades too. Her cousins are light, dark, her grandparents, like whatever. We've never once had a discussion on her, the color of her skin yeah. or yeah. her hair or anything. Or feeling like she doesn't fit in. Yeah. Or feeling like, she, you know, so then I talk to her, I'm like... And then she's like, yeah, mommy, we're all brown. Like, it's okay. (laughs) You know? So 
I'm like, wow, she's noticed that, yeah, okay, back yeah. there, I felt kind of like I didn't fit in yeah. or I had to make myself something different. But here, I can just be myself. Ladies, have you and noticed be, how belonging you know, comes up in every episode? In every topic. You guys, it's so interesting. I took my yeah. niece um, to the hospital, I think, like, maybe two weeks ago or a week ago. Brianna, right? And I had preparing for this topic, I'd been reading, like, a, 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 a summary of this gentleman that wrote a book called Third Culture Kids or something. Mm. I forgot the title. Mm. So it's, like, this guy who's lived in, like, seven countries. Mm. And he's... He's raised his kids through all of those spaces. So he had given a list and he's like had talk shows about how mm. to navigate those challenges, right? And one of them was talking about recognizing that the choice you made to move to a place, mm-hmm. your child had nothing to do with. Exactly. So you have to communicate understanding that and mm. allowing her the time to, to, to adjust to, to, to process it. To process yes. It. But what was interesting, well, I was at the hospital with my niece random um, topic that I was reading preparing for the, um, this podcast and my niece, there are two white kids are walking right, and Brianna goes they have very nice hair and I was like, yeah they do, but your hair is very nice too, she's like, but I want to look like that, wow. and I'm like why do you want to look like that so mm-hmm. she literally goes through a list mm-hmm. of your all niece. the people who have influenced her mm-hmm. on, on Disney Channel Mm. See, so I don't let my kids watch TV. You know, it's it's insane. I was just like, now I was listening to Paula. Mm. The kid is experiencing that at school, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking my niece is safe, safe. from that and safe. Mm-hmm. But meanwhile, she leaves home and she goes to watch his Disney, and she's like, if I don't like Hannah, I'm gonna die. Yeah, you know. So yep. it's really sad. Yeah. Outside, we fix that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I wanted to. Paul, I think you should be the one to go through these because mm-hmm. th- there's like a list of all these amazing um, things that people should yeah. do that are preparing for these things. Mm-hmm. And I think it's Paula who gave me the list and I feel like she should be the one to I read. gave you the list? Yes, you did. I don't remember this. <laughs> Mommy brain. Um, it says as parents, it's important that we allow our children to solve their own problems. So true. Mm-hmm. Um, it will do them no service in life if we always sort everything out for them. Don't transfer your own fears onto your children. And beware of the pre-traumatic stress syndrome, which means that you are always worrying about what might happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm sorry, but I'm going to like comment. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I was like, I'm going to comment after each one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's why I gave it to you because I feel like you're... Pre-traumatic? So, not post-traumatic? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because cause so, like, you see, also when you tell a child I'm uprooting you from your school, we're mm. going to Africa next the next month. Yeah. yeah. Mm. She's thinking so before, before even she comes to Africa... Lizzie won't be my friend. My favorite teacher yeah. I won't be able to see. Yeah. 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 I'm yeah. leaving my, my bedroom yeah, and my, exactly. my bed, my this, my that. Yeah. I think as parents, especially African parents, the way we were raised, like the way I was raised is you didn't really have a voice in your family or you didn't have like a say. Mm. So your opinions didn't matter. But the fact is we're raising human beings with opinions, with voices, with feelings. Yeah. So you have to allow them to sort through this yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. themselves. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they're just being hurdled through life, bottling things up. Right. And, and also, you're not helping because you know? you're not teaching them how to. You're not teaching them life skills. Yes. Of navigating problems, uh, conflict solving, yes. all of these things. You're just yeah. telling them, or you know, you just shut down when this happens. Yeah. So you know what breaks my heart? Mm-hmm. You're saying all this. Um, the list that you're going through. It's so real, the yeah. fact that these kid, that kids, that mm. children, that mm. humans mm. have opinions. But I feel like there's going to be people that listen to this. Yeah. 
especially older generation, yeah. specifically African parents, who would be like, these people of the West. Yeah, exactly. No, I know. Yeah. And so yet it's dismissive. not... So dismissive, yes. as if it's a, it's a foreign concept to allow your child to have an opinion. To have an opinion. But they do. And they're living in this... Like I keep telling people, this house is not mine. Like When they come into my house, it's mm. very... It's <clears> your kid's <throat> home. Yeah, it really is. Like, we went yeah. to visit Phoebe and then my daughter's like, Mommy, Aunt Phoebe's house is so much better than ours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's like decorated with all this breakable stuff. Of all, stuff. House. Like, it's you know like a, I mean? a model yes, home. Yes. Thank you. Can you guys be so, quiet? There's so much white. You're like, so I feel like I can't you. touch it. I have no white in my home because really, I have rugrats oh running in and out. You know? So my husband told them, like, this is what houses look like when they have no kids. <laughs> Which is true. But, so my house is very kid friendly. So when people come in I, and they're like questioning me, like, you know, I'm like, this is their home too. Yeah. This is their safe space. Yeah, yeah. And I want them to feel And they like need to come first. Part of yeah. their home, you know? That's yeah. Really nice. So, yes, definitely give them time to solve their own problems. Okay, parenting is a challenge and there's no clear right or wrong way. So true. Children need to know that it's okay to fail because they'll succeed. You learn from mm-hmm. every mistake you make and get smarter from it. Mm-hmm. Yay, um, as a parent. Yes. Yeah. I was telling um, a friend of mine recently that I don't, you know how in our eyes growing up, our parents were like semi-gods. Like mm-hmm. They knew everything. Yeah, everything they yeah. did was perfect. Yeah. And, you know, and then you get older and then you realize their flaws and the, mm-hmm. the world comes yeah, crumbling yeah, in on yeah, you. Yeah. You know, I remember like the exact moment that that facade for my dad for me was broken and to this day it's yeah, heartbreaking, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm Aww. always telling, I told my friend, I was like, I don't want my kids to think that way of me. I want them to know I'm a human being yeah. who has no idea what they're doing. So I just rely on God like yeah, everyone else, yeah, yeah. you know. And you're still That's teaching them to, for that yes. to be their way of life. Yeah. So that like, when they fail, they don't feel like, oh, I can yeah, never get yeah, back yeah, up. Yeah. It's like, you know, you fail, you you you're know? human. Or to yeah, so whenever they ask Superman me something, cap. my first question is, I don't know, but let's yeah, find, my yeah, first yeah, answer yeah, is, I don't know, but let's find out. Yeah. I've even taught them to go to Siri. I'm like, <laughs> so they're like, <laughs> ask Siri. Mommy, Siri is smarter than you. Like, let's ask her. So I'm like, yeah, you ask her because mommy doesn't know everything. Yeah, and that's important. You know, mommy's just trying to keep her head above water. Especially when you have a, I have a brother in yeah. like, you know, baking. When they're asking you how do you say this in French, like I'm not going to lie, I don't know French. <laughs> yeah. But Siri does. So you ask Siri her. does, you ask her. You know? They ask me who kept asking me where babies come from, how the baby's going to come out of the tummy rather. It's like, okay, but how is the baby finally going to come out? And I'm like, Oh, I'll just go and the doctor will take him out. But eventually that answer wasn't enough. Like, no, how will the baby come out? So my cousin had posted a video of a C section mm. and it was like the traumatizing. most disgusting oh, like traumatized 60 section ever mm. but I was like this is a good learning moment like, yeah. oh, my kids I'm like you guys want to know how the baby will come out and I showed them the video and they were scared <laughs> they were like what this is so gross and then you know I said but you but now they know Zuri is going to be like I'll never be pregnant mommy no. this is it she actually came back and she was like let me watch that again like it, you know mm. very interested in be, it I'm like yeah. that could be a future doctor in, yeah. in the making yeah. let yeah. them know yeah mm. Yeah. Um, As parents moving these children need to realize that children have not been trained for it. They also often do not have a choice in the matter and they'll experience the same losses as adults, Mm -hmm. like school friends, pets, family, ETC. They don't have a choice in the matter, yeah. poor kids. But, you know, that's why you have to give them time to grieve. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what it is. Like, it has time to be to, really hard. To yeah. Grieve. yeah. Uh, there's a paper that I think it's Princeton that released it. And it was where they had tracked um, diplomats' kids mm. for over a period of suffer. 10 years. Mm. Right? Mm. Yo. 
they suffer. The number of suicide rates amongst those children was insane. Mm-hmm. Yet when you see in country diplomat cars, you're like, these guys are living mm-hmm. the life. See, diplomats, military, military parents, yeah. 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 Oh, military mm-hmm. parents, oh, military Jesus. parents, yeah. yeah. Oh. Because, yeah, kids need that stability of this is where I come yeah. home. Yeah. Then if home is changing every two years, every three years. Even trying to shift so, like, That's actually yeah. a good point. Imagine us as an adult or yeah. as adults yeah. who struggle with this quote-unquote idea of home, yeah. having two yeah. homes. Yeah. Now a yeah. child. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Not yeah. just two homes, sometimes three, four, three, five. It's yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And then one of the things I was reading from that gentleman's book was to always, if you want your kids to cope, which I think is perfect for you, Paula, to make sure that when you move, at mm. least one parent stays home until the well, kids sometime. are used. Mm. Yes, otherwise it's like you're literally throwing them in the middle of a jungle. If you're walking, that's a good point. Parent, yeah, yeah. 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 I know that's a very good point. We didn't plan it that way, but it just. I think it helped. And the blessing that came with lockdown. Because when we came, lockdown happened. So we were both kind of stuck home with them. Yeah. And so we both were like, okay, we're in this together, adjusting Mm -hmm. together and Mm -hmm. figuring it out together. But I can imagine if we had all immediately gone to work and then gone to school and then they're like... And they're with a nanny and they can't even understand what the nanny is saying. Don't even get me started on nannies. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot. It's a lot. The last episode was about health, right? Yeah. And I was listening to you going, man, multiply that by 10. That's how it feels with your kids. Because all these weird people you're bringing into your life and then they have to you know to become like, a part of yeah. but not so much yes. but not so much and yet they yeah. have the most time with your children exactly yeah. 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 yeah okay after relocation children need their parents more so mm-hmm. it's important at least you've said it one of them um, stays there for them mm-hmm. monitor their use of TV and computer um, I think I wrote an article about this on my website but about um you know this where I did an interview about it but about the, the use of technology yeah. you know like nowadays I was, when I had my kids, I was like, you know, no screen time. Like, those parents are like, they're not going to watch TV. They're not going to do that. No screen time, blah, blah, blah. And, like, fast forward seven years later, each of them has their own device. <laughs> you know, they, they'll even okay. come to me and they'll be like, mommy, the devices are dead. My sister was like, they call them devices. I'm like, yeah, because there are so many yeah. iPads, their phones, yeah, there, yeah, you know. Yeah. But caving... Um, I still realized I had to put a lot of boundaries, still boundaries, mm, a lot mm. of things to protect them, yeah, and like, yeah. like you said, if you just they just sit there and they're watching Disney Channel all yeah, day yeah. for hours, yeah. they're getting influenced by it, and yeah. then they, you know, and also there's no balancing voice because I don't think yes. TV is bad per se, but I think that the issue comes with the monotony of it. Yeah. Like if you allow a kid an hour to be on Disney mm. but the next hour he has a book that uh, whose main character is a black child who is you know that kid at the end of the day has had a balancing voice uh, he's yeah. not saying yeah. Yeah. you know Disney as all queens should be white and yeah. blue eyed yeah. 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 so true I told <laughs> my daughter was into Disney princesses and you know they're all like white 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 but I'm like no they can be anything so I just started making her dress up as princesses princess. and I'll be like see you're Aurora like Stephen yeah. Beauty but you're the black mm. one or you're mm. this and you know yeah. you saw that she kid her name me is for on some that, reason. she's on YouTube she's a famous kid she's always like having conversations with her dad so the dad one time like buys her this is this a British hat. family Mm-mm, she's from Montana or something okay so she goes, uh, it's like, oh, you look like a princess now. She's like, excuse me, daddy, I'm not a princess. You know, she talks like she's a Jamaican. No. It's like, I'm no princess. It's like, you are my princess. No, daddy. Princess, first of all, have big eyes, shiny ones. <laughs> like, her, in her mind. That's what a princess what? looks like. Princess. Sure. Yeah. Cute. Come and see the princess. Oh, so yeah. nice. That's, I know, <laughs> right? 
Like we have princesses here, princesses here, my friends. You know? Yeah. Please. Shout out to you, Komuntale. Congratulations. <laughs> she got married yesterday, yeah. sweetheart. Mm. That's nice. There's someone who did a book actually about African princesses and kings, a kid's book. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. I've been seeing it on Instagram. I need to get it, but I thought that was cool. Oh, I feel like we've learned so much today. Mm. Mm. Papa. I know we've been talking about kids, but you mm. guys are like chilling like you're at home. You're ready to We're have listening kids. to the We're wisdom. making plans. Listen We're wisdom. making plans. <laughs> <laughs> you have to get the help out of this studio. There's nobody who can give you babies. <laughs> any advice um, you would give to parents like what's one piece of advice you would give to parents who are uprooting their kids and have to help their kids navigate two completely different mm-hmm. worlds that so you say that has worked for you is listen listen to the yeah. kids yeah. like I, I can't that to an African parent I do know, what I know listen. but I can't listen. emphasize I enough how important yeah. it is for you to be a student yeah. of your child and what that means is like study this child yeah. and know yeah. you know your kids yeah. like you if, if you've spent enough time with them you know when even if they're not talking, but their body language, their behavior yep. yeah. will speak yeah. volumes. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like my son has this blanket that he's been attached to since he was a baby. It's, you know, it's like his security blanket and he takes it everywhere Literally. with him. Yeah. He like takes it everywhere with him and we've made our peace with it. Um, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> really. So, funny. so, but... I noticed right before we left, he had kind of started outgrowing it. Like he mm. didn't need to take it to school. He would leave it at home and then go yeah. to school and come back and it's okay. And he wouldn't need to sleep with it, you know. Yeah. And then, of course, when we were traveling on the plane, he had to have it with him. When we came back, it's like his attachment to the blankie reverted oh, to, you know, it was like so severe yeah. that like every now five minutes, foreign, if he's right? not with it, he would like cry and he's scream and throw so these insane tantrums like some yeah. demon has possessed him and... Mm-hmm. So I was telling my auntie, I'm like, I don't know what's up with him and the blankie, you know. And then she was like, because of all the movement, yeah. that's the only thing that's familiar thing. Exactly. To him. Yeah. It's like, yeah. this is the only thing that has been Home. with me from yeah. the beginning. Mm, yeah. That's true. Because yeah. so much is changing around yeah. him. So I, I had to know him enough to be like, okay, he's going <laughs> through something. Let me address and it. And also to respect you know? it. Because you know, a lot of parents, yes. they'll see that and be like, ah, when are you shrunga? Then you grab the blanket yes. without actually understanding why this kid is holding yeah. onto the blanket. Mm-hmm. But speaking of listening, I think, like, you know how a lot of times we we don't understand that you can nurture a child without actually speaking. Mm. Like a lot of things that you pick, like we pick from our parents, mm. speak, going back to the listening part. Uh, Paula can have friends visiting her at home, right? Depending on how she raises her voice or how she laughs or how she cleans her house. Like her daughter is watching that without mm. saying a word. Mm. And you're literally shaping this child. In the thing, the choices they'll make in the future. Yeah. So if you're not listening to her, you're inadvertently telling her listening is not a thing. Yeah. So they grow up not listening to yes. anyone. That's true. So. Very true. Yeah. true. I Very feel like true. I should be like Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> this was a good one. This yeah. was a good one. I know. Mm-hmm. Thank you so Thanks much, Paula. Oh. Thank you for having me. Congratulations. This was fun. Yes, Yay. please come back. We look forward to hearing about. Yeah. We always have conversation about always. husbands, about sex, mm, yeah. about children. Mm. All the things I mean to. We should do a whole um, podcast about singering. Singer. I think we should have a singer on one time just to. So I think that that would be great. Any questions, you guys, for Paula? So you guys, we're gonna take the plane for landing. Who was the pilot? You were the pilot. 
So we don't know we're going. We're just driving. We're driving. We're driving. We're, we're yeah. flying to mommy We're land. just yeah. flying mm. everywhere. There are parents in the world. Thank you guys for listening to us, Paula. Thank you for visiting us. Please Yay. come thank back. You, You're still as thank beautiful you. and as smart as before. Yeah. I was worried Uganda had taken that away from you, but <laughs> no, hey. but I came from here. So uh, how you know, tell her. Tell her. Where are you no, no, about? the smart. That, you guys that. notice we never have conversations in Uganda, like actual sit down. Oh yeah, we talked about this the other week. Yeah. yeah so I feel like after a while, your your mind can switch off, become dumb. You know, for lack of a better word. I know. Yeah. So. Well, let's it's land awesome. in mommy land. Yeah. Thank you guys. Thank you. Talk to you next time. The Boarding Pass with Liz, Fib, Samantha and Yo. Powered by 933 KFM.